On today's episode of Dads Drinking Beer, this is the NFL preview episode that the dads have been salivating over for many, many months. We bring in the world's greatest intern, Mr. Mel, with us for the entire episode. We talk about beer, football, predictions, divisional winners, Super Bowl champs, give out lead, pipe, locks. You don't want to miss this episode. Sit back, strap it down, crack a cold one, and enjoy responsibly. This is Dad's Drinking Beer. Hey, you guys feel the love? You feel the love? Dad's Drinking Beer. Welcome to Dad's Drinking Beer, everybody. This is a special night in the bunker. We have our NFL preview. We have a guest with us as well. But for all those joining us for the first time, this is the weekly watering hole. Pull up a seat, crack a beer, enjoy responsibly. Shit's going to get weird. The light for explicit language is lit up. Let's put the women and children to bed and go looking for fucking dinner, all right? Chris, my guy, my partner in crime, I usually hand this off to you, but I'm going to hand this off to the world's greatest intern. Mr. Mel, welcome to the bunker. Uh, thanks for having me. I know two weeks ago when you asked me, hey, we're going to do an NFL special, and you're like, hey, can you come on the pod? I was like, fuck yeah, I'm coming on the pod. Oh, he's here. <laughs> I love it. I love it. We are still virtual. We're over Zoom, um, but that won't be the case uh, for too much longer. Yes. Right? So uh, apologies in advance. If we needed to even say that, that it might sound a little bit uh, different. But uh, let me turn the, turn the table back over to Chris, my yeah. guy. What's up, man? I think it's 2021. People are, norm- people are used to hearing shit on Zoom, so we're good. So, yeah. You're on mute. We have, we have Mel for the whole fucking episode. It's a fucking special day. Is this a first? Uh, I think Mel has been the only one that's been for the whole episode maybe one time, possibly. Yeah, I know you, you jumped on one of the rankings for best kids movies to watch. I don't remember if you were on for the full one, but maybe this is a new norm. This is Monumental. where we're, we're just opening up the yeah. door. World's Greatest Intern Mel, uh, NFL Preview, Decent Beer I'm excited about. Have not had it again. So yeah, it's a good fucking show. Absolutely. Yeah. Mel, what did you have to do to kind of pull pull some strings to, to get the, the, the night off of, uh, you know, always challenging job of, of being a dad? Literally, I'm upstairs right now and, and I'm doing the Zoom. I don't know if you can hear it and apologize to the listeners, but this tells you what being a modern dad is. My daughter right now is literally screaming down at the stairs for me. Um, I had to bribe her <laughs> to let her know, hey, I'm, I'll, I'll get you some new toys if you just kind of let daddy talk to his friends for a little bit. <laughs> I love the three-year-old, man. And, and it worked. It worked. I, I, I mean, I can't hear her. Maybe I'm just zoning her out. Maybe that's what three years of having an infant does. But yeah, it's just zone out right now and focus on, I'll focus on this, you know? I know Gracie will always, I'll explain it. We only need like desserts or whatever on like a Friday. So it's a Monday. She's like, I want a dessert. I go, Grace, you know, desserts on Friday. She's like, why? I go, I, I can't, I don't, how are we going to start explaining the days of the week? I don't, that's like, I don't even, I don't know. Someone decided that Monday was Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then Friday. And it's like, how do I even have this conversation? And I'm like, wait, what the fuck am I doing? Because. Right. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Nothing worse than knowing when you're, having to negotiate with a kid and like 
your spouse chimes in, like, we really shouldn't give options. Yeah. This is what yeah. it is. And um, <laughs> we're going off script right off the yeah, bat. Yeah. So, so I get, I get what you're saying though, Mel, the, the bribing, the negotiating, just be, just be ready. Cause they get smart. They get smart really fast and their memories are insane. So you better be ready to, you know, pay up with those new oh, toys. I, I already know. She, she, she's manipulative. She, you know, she has really great memories and she'll be like, remember when you gave me that one toy? Can I have that toy again if I do this? And I'm like, how the fuck do you remember that? <laughs> they're, they're very smart. But yeah, as Chris kind of teed it up, this episode is when you strip away everything else, it's beer and football. Right. That literally, if you strip everything away from me, that's what I hope to have exposed. Honest to God, this is where it kind of it kind of comes down to. Like yeah. this is this is our our pillars of the uh, of the pod. I feel like part of the Venn diagram. It absolutely mm-hmm. like huge chunks of the Venn. But I feel like the other thing that we kind of lean into sometimes is is poop or shit. I feel like we've been on a bit of a shit shit run. And uh, <laughs> speaking of my oldest kid, um, he's had a really major problem with going to take shits. Mm. He's on three days right now running. I mean, as of recording, he hasn't pooped in three days. That poor guy. Damn. Um, but we had this little conversation at dinner because he, he ripped ass in the middle of dinner and it, <laughs> it, it smelled like absolute toxic garbage. And I said, you know you have to poop because that fart smells so bad. That's a breeze over a log. That's what I'm saying, right? Okay, so my wife chimed in and said, like, she, she kind of made it more about my upbringing and said, Jim, I think that's, that's made up. Like farts don't smell worse just when you have to shit. And I was like, I'm almost positive they do because the fart is, the the, the shit is that much closer to eclipsing the the starfish. It's ready to just poke at that point. And I can tell Connor is just begging to poop on the inside, but he's like pretending it's not cool. So I wanted to get your guys take in terms of do you think when you fart and it's really, really bad, it's because the shit is literally right around the corner? Mel, you want to weigh in first? Oh, yeah. It's literally either right there sticking out, right? And literally the airwaves are passing on it as it explodes through your butthole. Um, and even before that, it, it, it's, it's in your stomach. It's just marinating in there, right? And I'll say this, and you know, my wife's probably going to listen to this, and she can probably attest to this. I have the worst farts ever. Like, <laughs> I, I can claim that throne right now. I have the worst gas. I can oh, say uh, it. Mark the time and the date. Yeah. This, is a, this is a bold this statement. Is a big, I mean, this is a dad, a crown, a, a crown any dad would be happy to wear. Yeah, I bet you a couple dads just heard that and said, fuck that. And they just ripped ass and they're like, I bet you can with this. It's weirdly something I'm proud of, right? You know, I mean, my, my wife hates it. And, and God, my daughter now, she's like, what's that smell? And, you know, and she's like, daddy, you have to, you have to fart in the bathroom, you know? And, and she. God, I, I feel so bad for my wife because she rips ass like no other. And that's the trait that I passed down to her. That's it. Oh that's my gosh. It's the flatulence I, that I gave to my daughter. That's what it is. I thought you were talking about your wife, that she rips ass like no other. And I'm like, that's hot. You guys must, must have like a, a really stinky uh, bedroom scene. But like, it's cool because you're both into you're it. you're both into it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what a gift to give to your child, though, is the gift of flatulence. I mean, what, a, what an honor. I mean, I feel like, just to go off of what you're saying, yeah, I feel like there's two scenarios, right? There's one scenario, 
uh, where it's breeze over the log, like I said. It's literally wind over a log, and that's how it works. And then I think there's the other scenario where it's like stewing in your guts and it's creating some kind of gas. Either way, it depends on what you're eating. And I think when it smells, like you said, like toxic garbage, yes. that's, that's breeze over a log. I would agree. I would agree with that. I, uh, I don't know why my wife, like in that moment, decided to turn it, turn the table back on me. Like, yeah, you're like, like wait, we're, yeah. Yeah, she was almost like, that must just be another you know, thing you grew up with that some, one of those gym isms where you think, you know, more than the doctor, or you think, you know, more than the, than the government. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, Claire, if the shit is right there, I guarantee you my fart, like, like it's been sitting in, it's beyond the stomach. It's in like the colon at that point, the rectum, it is just stewing. Yeah. And anything that comes out of there is literally, I mean, you've smelled poop in a toilet. It's, or, 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 you know, John, it's just yeah going past it coming out of your butt yeah absolutely also three days he's yeah. definitely gotta take a shit that's what i thought and and that's really bringing it back home as a dad is i never made peeing or pooping more fun and now i'm kind of kicking myself because connor's almost seven he still has a couple accidents uh from here and there um school will call probably once a week and say he had to use his change of clothes we still send him with a change of clothes and i'm kind of like we're done with that, man. So I'm, I'm, I need to get better because my, my response is more of a threat, more of a, well, we're going to put you in diapers because mom is tired of washing your underwear. I just fucking throw them out. I mean, listen to your body. And Mel, I don't know if you're the same as me, but like my dad very much loved taking shits to this day. He still does. Still does. Like (laughs) what a great dad. I I, I grew up with my dad. Like, he was like the guy, the dad on Friday, like like taking a shit, like come in here and talk to me. And I would like talk to my dad and be like, and I, I'd love taking a solid shit, I or even a loose shit, I don't care, but I'd love taking a shit. So, and my kids the same way. Like she enjoys looking at the iPad or reading a magazine and taking a shit in her. Or like she's like always complains like her feet are numb or like, yeah. like the thing on her on her butt's all red. Or she just smiles because like, you've been dad. on the toilet for twenty five minutes. Yes, yeah, because you're on <laughs> you're on chapter six of the of the of the short story. Yeah. No, I'm with you there. I take my time and my, my, my boys know that. They're like, oh, dad's going. I guess we're not leaving for another 10, 15 minutes. And I go, you're right. 20 if you're lucky. Yeah, because I don't want to be at the place because here's what happens. We get there and the kids go run and sit down, crisscross applesauce, and they can't move because they're clenching their little butts. And I'm like, what's changed generation to generation? Where, where did I fuck up? I don't know. Shitting's cool. You got, shitting's got to be cool. Shitting's got to be cool. Yeah, it's coming of age. They'll understand that it's going to be your peaceful time. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, I don't think I took one shit my entire high school life in, in, at, high, at school. I, no one wants to shit at school. And these fucking classes now, their, their shitter is, is like behind a teacher's desk. Right. It's like a one door. <laughs> like, you know when a kid's in here for blowing 15, out. 20 minutes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, it's got to be embarrassing. But God damn it, when you're home... Take your time. Put your feet up. Read a book. And like now, if I had, if I, if I wasn't in the same situation I am now, and I had the luxury of taking a huge shit behind the teacher's desk, nothing. That's some comedy right there. <laughs> Could you imagine the gold you come out with? You'd walk out and be like, thumbs <laughs> up. Yeah, Richard Nixon. Yeah, <laughs> that was me. Uh, you just gotta embrace it. <laughs> yeah, I don't he's know. Just, I don't know how you get there. there yet. Yeah, he's just not there yet. It's easy to say on the other side because as a kid, that was not cool. But okay. yeah. So, it's tough, man. Let's, let's be honest. 
taking a shit as a guy is different than taking a shit as a girl. Let's be honest. No matter what you believe in or what you think, as a boy and as a man, taking a shit different than as a girl and a woman. It's totally different. My wife takes a shit in five seconds. Yeah, Claire, Claire thinks it's a race. Yeah. <laughs> I think she poops like a deer. She literally like goes to the toilet and then gets out. <laughs> I'm like, I like, I like, I'm like a, I like nest. I get a whole thing. I'm like, this is my time. Like you said, Mel, like, this is my time. It's personal. And maybe this gets us canceled, but I'm going to, I'll, I'll die on the cross for this. Oh, come on. This women, is, women, speaking sh- truth. women shit different than men. That's, that's how it is. I'm sorry. All right. I know this was supposed to be an NFL preview, but we've now embarked on a different journey. We had to cover it. We had to talk about our, our third pillar, which is, you know, shit. 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 Mel gets shit. it. Mel gets it. Chris oh, I gets get it. it. I get it. Um, hey, speaking of uh, our pillar, the other pillar is the beer. You want, you want to introduce the beer tonight? Probably the most important beer. Yes. Or the most important pillar. Yes. Not dad's talking shit. <laughs> Although, lately it has been. Uh, Mel, you got your you got your beer there. I got mine right here. Okay, so tonight we are drinking Real Ale Brewing Company Small Victory. It's a low calorie beer, which it makes sense. Mel is on the pod. He's you know he's kind of a low calorie beer guy, so it feels like a fit. Also, you gotta get ready for football season. Seems to make sense. Football has a game at noon, a game at three thirty, and a game at seven. Usually seven oh five. We're in, we're in Central Time Zone. It's a fucking marathon. Yeah, you can't be crushing jellyfish or anything else. Unless you have no bets in the afternoon, which is <laughs> it's impossible. <laughs> right? Yeah, also, not it's Sunday, right? Games are on Sunday, most of them. And you got to get ready. You can't be blasting beers all day long every single Sunday. I think that's a great, a great call out, too. You want to give dads out there a choice to sip on something. You know, one thing you missed is it's, it is an IPA, though. This is not some low-cal you know, course. Not your Michelob. For no, sure. it's not your Michelob, which, okay, I'm, no, I'm not dissing Michelob. We did that earlier in the year, but this is a really good real ale. I have had it. Mel, have you had it? I have not had this, no. Okay. Are you excited? I'm excited. Yeah, like Chris said, I, you know, uh, I love my low-calorie uh, beers, specifically the IPAs that are coming out, right? And all these crap breweries are trying to keep up with the times and give all of these low-cal options, low-carb options. So I'm all for it. I would 2021, agree. you got to have a low-cal option, I believe. Yep. And actually, as far as the can, the art, that's great. It's like a little like a little uh, metal. It says you probably deserve it. I love that. Yes. And it, small victory. I'm going to come back to this, this saying later. But this is definitely uh, from Real Ale. Uh, when I moved to Austin, Fireman's 4 was in my fridge like 24-7. This was not out yet at the time. But now that we are a um, IPA kind of kind of crew, kind of yep. dad crew, fair. this is 116 calories. It is only 4%. So make no mistake, it's lighter. But um, I'm going to come out in advance and say it's pretty damn good. So let's, let, let's crack this bitch. And, you know, games start at noon here. So it's a good cracker at noon. You can have a couple of these yeah. and feel decent about it. Let's have a swigger. Cheers there, Mel. Chris, give me your first impressions. Super light. It's a it's an IPA like it's a definite IPA vibe, but um, like I said, it must be that four percent where you don't get that alcohol smack in the face. Yeah, I like it. Super yeah. drinkable. I like it. Totally. Yeah. Mel, very very drinkable. And again, I'm I'm judging this off of a lot of different low calorie IPAs that I've tasted. Um, it has kind of a, a tangy 
aftertaste. Is, yeah. is that just me or? I feel that. I feel it's, it's a little bit of the haziness, I feel like. I feel like they did a pretty good job of blending what they wanted to still taste like in that haziness. Yeah. Chris is pouring it in a glass now. You can so see it. Yeah. You can see it. Yeah. It's, it's a light haze. It's almost like the same color as the, the yellow on the can. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, but 116 uh, calories, and I would say it's crisp. It's almost got the perfect amount of kind of carbonation, but it does ring ring true on a citrusy, hazy taste, which a lot of times when they when they cut off the locale uh, IPA, you lose a lot of that. Yeah. yeah. All of a sudden, it just becomes like a a beer. And I think if you brought this to a barbecue or you brought this to wherever, you, no one's going to be like, oh, what are you drinking over there? What, what's that? You got yourself a White Claw, whatever. This is a, this is a fucking beer. It's 116 calories. Like, yeah. it's not much more than the White Claw. Right. But, I mean, it, lo- it looks like a beer. It tastes like a beer. It's a good-looking beer. I like it. Yeah. And Real Ale has got a tons tons of good beer. I agree. And a low-cal option, I'm liking it. Yeah. Like Mel said, and like, like you said, like, 2021, every brewery needs to have an option of yeah. it's as good, you know, at least it's advertised as as good as this, but it's half half of the uh, the weight. I agree. Well, they got they got to keep up with the seltzer scene, right? I mean, seltzer's kicking ass right now, right? And if their whole thing is low carb, low calorie, beers got to follow that trend. And if they're if you're gonna you know go to the craft beer scene and give a low cal, low carb option, I mean, I'm all for it, you know. Hell yeah. And I think there's a lot of people, unlike us, because we're the modern dads, but I mean, you know, we'll drink a seltzer, I'll drink a, a, a long drink, I'll drink whatever. But there are guys out there that need beer. You know, mm-hmm. you got to have a beer, otherwise it doesn't make sense. And if there's a low-cal option, like, okay, I can have this because it's a beer. So, yeah. It's a great it's a great point. Yeah. You, I'm all about variety. Like, Same. let's do seltzer, but let's have a beer ready in case I run into someone who hasn't kind of crossed over to that side yet and yeah. said, no, I need, I need, I need a beer. Well, good. If you're still looking to stay somewhat, you know, not feeling like garbage in the morning or yeah. over bloated. Cause that's totally how sometimes this, this results. Uh, this is pretty good. Yeah. Real ale props to you guys. This is actually a, a solid low calorie. This, this could have been in the lineup back in January. It could have been. Yeah. I think we've talked about it, but again, we never did it, but we've done a couple or at least one real ale on the show already. So this is, this is two or three. Absolutely. Yeah. So, hey, I like it. Cool. Well, let's keep sipping on it. We have a couple more in the cooler. Mm-hmm. Can definitely have those. We really want to get into the... I can't wait. I'm, I'm dare I say, 87% erect right now. Yeah. Can, you, can you prove it for, for Mr. It's Mel? For Mel? I can see that. <laughs> I'll do the screen. And... Those eyebrows are, are yeah, telling the story. <laughs> So we're we're officially we're officially ready for for NFL season. Gosh, it feels good to be in the bunker, guys. This is the NFL preview. By the time this comes out, we're less than a few days away from the yeah. first NFL game. This is Tampa Bay, Dallas, I'm talking about. But, guys, this is the NFL episode. This is where we get into the thick of the sports hole. We've got a full kind of format lined up for you guys. I mean, how excited are you? Scale of 1 to 10, Chris. How are you feeling? I mean, I'm easily at a 13. Yeah, I can be happier. This is, this is my favorite time of the year. Last episode, you said you were going to jerk off in every 
room of your house until NFL. Is that is that still like a you know future realistic statement? Every room plus the bunker. Yes. Oh God damn it. So yeah. where, where am I sitting? <laughs> yes. I, I'm starting to do this little like neck turn yeah. left and right. It don't even look. I won't. Yeah. Mel, how excited are you? Oh man. Again, when you told me two weeks ago that I was going to come on here because NFL season, I literally got a boner then and I've had it on till now. So Dude. yeah. Moment to call a doctor. Yeah, you're supposed to call the doctor if it lasts more than four hours. I don't know. Well, yeah, I, I took four of them. So I, I guess. <laughs> Uh, honey, I'm home. So, okay. So let me ask you this. Uh, and I'll ask you too, Mel. Uh, what are you most excited about? I'm so glad you asked. Thank you. Let's let Mel answer first. Okay. Man. So there's a lot. There's a lot. I will say one, it is probably the fact that there's fantasy, pickums, survivor, and betting. Like, I have an investment in every single game that is played Thursday, <laughs> Sunday, and Monday. Hey, don't forget about Saturday games at the end of the season. Right. Or like a random Tuesday, Wednesday, Saturday game because of COVID. Oh, yeah. Good. Good, good call. Give me every day of the week where I can put money down for something or I can look at a screen at players and do something. I don't, I don't care. Give me every day of the week where there's something football NFL related. Dude, I don't disagree. I feel the degenerate love from across the computer screen. If you can win money and watch football. Ugh. There's nothing better. Mel and I are on the same page of like, this is a portfolio. You should <laughs> spread out all of your opportunities. Diversify. Diversify and literally go hard. We're going to give a lead pipe block later for all you, all you gents and, and dads and ladies listening. We are committed to giving good quality picks. We're not just randomly picking some shit. No, yeah. They're very educated. Yeah. Um, okay, so your question was what am I most looking forward to? Yeah. It's, it's just the Sunday vibe. Yeah. It's the fact that uh, in the morning I can get up. If I really planned it out, I'm golfing that morning. And I'm either getting off the green on 18 or close to that noon kickoff. But if mm -hmm. not, I have my bets already in. I've got my fantasy lineups set. Sure. I might, you know, Hey, I'll be at the green in a minute. I need to see if the last injury report. Cause you know, never fails that someone's going to all of a sudden be questionable or doubtful. And you might want to swap someone out, but the Sunday routine, I think for, for dads just became more of like a dedicated day of off, off the grid in terms of, don't expect too much any, you know, like, like production. Saturdays, I love college ball too. We can talk about that later. But Saturdays is where I'll get every other thing done. I'm talking grocery shopping, laundry, if there's yard work to be done. Sundays are sacred. I should be giving thanks to the Lord on Sundays, but, you know, COVID's got me at home. I'm happy to golf and play <laughs> foot and watch football instead, yeah. right? Yeah. It's the whole Sunday vibe, though. And you said it. I'm sure all the other dads out there, Saturdays is crammed, right, with errands, yard work, or whatever it is, because they got to buy the time on Sundays. Yeah, it could just be quality time. Like, yep. hey, I'm happy to spend time with the kids. I'll take them to the park. Maybe I'll take them to the driving range. I, I'll, I'll do something, like, where it's just us. Get them out of their hair. Sunday's yours, babe. But, like, it's not every Sunday we do that, right? I mean, no. I, I, no. for us, ideal Sunday is, yeah, Golf in early, go straight to a, yeah, Twin Peaks, Buffalo Wild Wings, whatever yeah. it is. 
uh, and just sit down and just yeah. crush beers, eat some wings, and and watch football for the next four hours. I mean, that is that is heaven. No, that is, that's heaven on earth. Yeah. Realistically, I'm looking forward to that happening two to three times in the regular season with everyone here. Yeah. So, like, that's what I'm most looking forward to. But yeah, but Chris. Bring us home. I mean, we, I'm sure it's got to be some kind of combo, but if not, what if, well, well, look, what if, what if Mel and I missed? So those, those things are definitely on my top list, but right there with it. I don't know if you guys are on the same tip as me, but NFL red zone is mm. a constant Sunday energy for me. It's like you, I get my shit done Saturday. Maybe get my shit done Sunday morning. Right. Again, this is the days we're not golfing. Sure. I get all my shit done. And then I just put on a fucking Niner shirt, put the flag up. Gracie knows it. The wife knows it. It's game time. And we just get to watch football all fucking day. And here's the thing. Like, I, th- I feel like my wife is starting to finally understand. And also, she's in the Survivor League, which helps a ton, by the way. Any, any hot tip for any dad out there, get your wife involved in fantasy. Get your wife involved in the Survivor League. Get your wife involved in a pick em, because that gets them in. Then you get to watch it. That's the whole trick. Absolutely. Then you win. That does sound great. And Red Zone has no commercials, too. No so it's like you can literally get nestled and just, that's what you're doing. Yeah. And I, I feel like the first couple of years I had it, I started to like hate it because, not hate it, but I was, it was tough because it, it's a total time suck. But once you accept it, it's a fucking, <laughs> the best form of a time suck. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Um, talk about a dream job. Be the technical director of that channel to know... That's a great play. Slot it in. And you've got like, you know, 14, 15 plays in a row ready that will be gone through quick because there's no commercials. You're going to see it. You're going to see it. You're going to go. And then you're going to decide that's the most exciting game. Let's, let, let's watch that because they're, you know, at the 20. I'd like to think someone has made a documentary on that whole production because I'm, I'm sure it's a fucking shit show behind the scenes. Yeah. It's go here, camera one, camera two, roll three, here four, five, six. Yeah, it's got to be awesome. And showing the host peeing on the desk right there, right? Because he can never leave. Yeah, he's got a catheter in. He yeah. This is into a fucking, t- like a blender. He, he takes, <laughs> yeah, he takes supplements only to keep him alive. Where does he go? We, You know what? Let's deep dive on this later. Because... I, I, we always want to do like a Photoshop of like what it looks like from behind the other side of his little podium he's yeah. on. And it's like, he's wearing shorts. There's a urinal. There's a like urinal. A stand-up urinal. Yeah, there's like a, a blender. A mini fridge. Um, Scott Hansen is his name. He's got a, a no, great... No relation to Chris Hansen. No relation. But I always think they're bros. I always think... Cause you know where Chris Hansen went? To Florida? Michigan to... State. Oh, okay. Michigan State. Oh, yeah. He's a smart <laughs> oh, I, 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 I know I meant to call it, when, where he lives now. I oh, yeah. Definitely Florida. To Florida to go definitely catch Florida. the pedos. Yeah, he did sign a multi-year extension, though. So good for Scott Hansen on best that. Gig, best gig in the world. So, yeah. Red zone, golf and football... Drinking beer with my guys. That's, I love it. That's it. It's heaven. Mel, you brought up some of the uh, the rule changes uh, from earlier. Things that have changed from 2020 to, to, to now, to 2021. You want to pick any one or two major topics and just give us some feedback on what you think, and then we can kind of weigh in with you? I mean, honestly, the first one we got to talk about, right? And this kind of goes into the last segment we were talking about. We get one extra game, right? I mean, that's... That's a, that's a win-win, right? One more Sunday for the dads. That's right. That's big. That's awesome. That is, right? That is I mean, come on, week 17, 
I think that was probably one of the smartest decisions that the NFL has made from a money grab, you know, corporate situation, right? But it gives the fans what you want, right? We got an extra NFL game. Me personally, I'm happy because our 17th game is against the Vikings. And no, that's an easy win. So, you know, I'm all for it. Wow. Son of a wow, bitch. Wow. I'm not a Vikings guy, but okay. I mean, Chargers, Vikings? I don't know who I'd take there. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now you're right. With 17 games, technically it's an 18 week season because you still get that one, the one bye. Chris, what do you think about the impact on that, though, for player health? Yeah. Um, maybe even records. You know, right now they're, they're talking about how 5,000 yards in a season is, is literally Peyton Manning, Drew Brees, and I think maybe Brady. You don't have to check on that. But now they're saying it could be, you know, 5,500 yards. Could be yeah. like, like 5,000 will be a lot more, it'll have more, more personnel in that grouping. What, what do you think, if, if any, is there any downside on having an extra game? Downside, no. I think I think there will there will be some kind of doing air quotes here repercussions as far as like stats because you're right there will be a, a a jump I mean there's there's people that could have a you know 300 yard game that is they didn't have that right years before great point um, but I do think as Melton touched I think it's an absolute money grab good for them not mad at it because all it means for us as a fan is that we get to watch more games so. Yeah, give us more fucking games. But I will say the last game of 17 of a 17 game season, it could be a fucking who knows with them because we've already seen it before. They always pull out their guys. It, 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 people that already have their playoff, you know, lock in, they're already locked in. So are the, does that mean they've got two games now of, of you know, people, the starters not playing? You know, you got guys like my guy, Jimmy G, who's got legs of glass. You're going to put him in. If he's, they're in the playoffs, you're going to put in Jimmy G. Who knows? I mean, I think the last week will present major issues for other implications, right? <laughs> Let's be real. We're fans on this pod first. We're dads and fans. So, yeah, from a fan perspective, another week of regular season football In. sounds fucking great. Um, Mel, I hate to do this to you, buddy. You guys, they, they did move the last two weeks again to be divisional games. Oh, no, I know. But the schedule was out before the 17th week, and the add-on game was the Vikings. So, yeah, oh. I know our last two are divisional. Okay, okay, <laughs> fair enough. The only other rule change I'd kind of want to comment on is the fact that they're letting players kind of have more liberty now with what number they choose. Uh, in the past, football was a little more formal with if you're in the backfield, you got to be between, you know, uh, 11 and 38 or something like that. And it was yeah. like, no, like let's let them be whatever they want. So you already saw this with um, Julio Jones, right? I think he was uh, 11, 11, 11, I think two. for a receiver, which right. sounds bonkers. When I think of like Irvin 88 or Curtis Conway 80, what were what you saying though? Yeah, he went, he, he was 11, right? And then he yeah. moved, he's moving to two. Cause AJ Brown is, because yeah, he, he he's on a new team. He's on the Titans, and right. yeah, and another guy had had the number already. But um, I have no issues with that at all. Give the players a little bit more flexibility with what number they want, and it looks cool. It looks cool. Like I don't know why. It, it just feels like the numbers per position is such an antiquated thing. Like I don't think anybody gives a fuck about it. it makes no sense. And again, another money grab at NFL. Cool. Now Julio Jones has to have two jerseys he could sell. So there you go. Yeah, another cash grab, right? 
You got to sell more jerseys because you got to get the new number. And here's the thing. Take my fucking money. I don't give a shit. Like, I, I yeah. love it all. Like, I don't care. I just am happy. Um, I don't care. Yeah, I don't care. I'm happy yeah. that, that they're doing something. I'm happy that it's happening. And, and so, yeah, if you're a Julio Jones fan and now he's on the Titans and he wears number two, cool. I'm going to buy that jersey too. Or I'm going to buy a, you know, years from now, buy a Falcons jersey with a number two Jones. And you're going to have, I mean, you know what I mean? That's like the whole thing. It's a ching. No, yeah. The only reason I'm happy about this is because when this first happened, Tom Brady was very upset about this. So if this is any indication of rocking Tom Brady's mind, because he he's so used to seeing, all right, that number is this defender. This number is that defender. Hmm. If this kind of switches it up for Tom Brady, for someone like that to be so vocal about some change as minute as this, I don't know. Maybe maybe it's a bigger deal to the players than we think. That just sounds oh. like an old man yelling yes. about someone on his grass. That's exactly what it yeah. is. He just exposed himself as the guy who is almost grown beyond the current, the yeah, current like, state of the league. These kids out there listening to their hip-hop <laughs> music. Speaking of the old man comment, right, maybe it was Tom Brady that told the NFL, hey, let's get rid of this taunting and let's start – really diving deep into the, the this taunting rule, right? Maybe it's maybe it's he's the old man that's telling the NFL this. He he is definitely like Grand Torino Clint Eastwood, you know, get off my lawn. Yeah. But he has a voice and people should listen because he is one of the faces of the NFL still. He 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 is. Give him another year or two and he'll be out. But no, he's he's still he still has some some sway. He could influence the process. He could he yeah. could change it up a little bit. I mean look I have I have notes here, so yeah. Okay, this guy. Oh, I know where he's going. All right, <laughs> hold up. Before we get into our predictions and our lead pipe locks, we would be remiss if we didn't at least preview our own teams because this is where, guys. I think it's it's clear to say, and and literally, I had this conversation with my wife three times a season. I say, babe, 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 are you listening, babe, daddy? I said, babe, it you know, daddy's talking. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I have a hierarchy of what I love. If the Bears win the Super Bowl and I lose everything in fantasy, this is a successful year. Wow. If my team wins, that's it. She she kind of has it in her head that I'm rooting for players on other teams because of this, because that you're right, I am. That's not that's not a diss. I'm not saying I'm not, but I if the Bears win, I had a good Sunday. I might have lost, you know, a couple hundred dollars, whatever, maybe a couple fantasy matchups. Bears are number one, and I need to remind her that I have a hierarchy. Love that. So As it should be. It'd be weird if you don't. If you don't have a team, I get it. Dive headfirst into fantasy and survivor and all that. I do that despite my unwavering love and irrational, really, um, you know, devotion to the Bears because they have not had a good quarterback since I've been, you know, born. Um, yeah, but can I give a quick Bears preview of what where I think they could go this year, and then we'll kind of we'll let every dad here talk about their team, and and if nothing else, talk themselves into or talk you into a chance that they might have a decent season. Yeah, I would love nothing more. Okay, Chicago Bears. I'm predicting ten and seven and a wild card spot for the Bears. They are going to bounce back. Believe it or not, they've made the playoffs the last two years. I know. I don't know how Mitch Trubisky broke the tiebreaker with Arizona last year. Like, I, I don't know. He won yeah. the Nickelodeon award. Remember that? The Nickelodeon uh, most valuable player. A little blimp. Yeah. Nickelodeon. Um, they, 
simulcasted the uh, the game against the Saints, and he he like you know I think he threw a touchdown at the end of the game. The game is out of reach already, and he got slimed like in in the bad graphics. So props to that. <laughs> he has won Nickelodeon Valuable Award more than Deshaun Watson and more than Mahomes for anyone keeping count right now. Okay, huh. um, but this year it's about Coach Nagy and the GM. It's do or die. They have to win, and I think how that's going to come out is the dual threat quarterback, Justin Fields. By week four, prediction is that Fields will be in, and he's going to single-handedly win them at least three games that they had no business winning. Love that. Contrast that with the defense, where I'm going to give them greater than or equal to two and a half wins that they win. So here's what I'm, predict- here's what I'm predicting. The Bears have one of those seasons of 10 and 7, where of those 10 wins – Five or six of them are like, how did they win that game? I'm talking about Devin Hester running back punts, defensive pick sixes at the end of a game where it's like they had no business winning that. We are going to back into a playoff spot. And I believe that despite the red rifle, which I say no thanks, like good luck for four, four games, get on the bench. I think the Bears are going to go 10 and seven and, and not win the division, but be one of the next three best teams. Uh, last thing I'll say is player to watch is Cole Komet. He's the tight end out of Notre Dame. We drafted him in the second round, I believe, a year ago. He did jack shit last year. We picked up Jimmy Graham. He did okay. Uh, But Cole Komet is the guy who I think if you're in a fantasy league and you're in the 14th, 15th round, if he hasn't been grabbed, he's a really great uh, late-round pickup. Cole Komet, uh, 10-7 for the Bears. That's that's my prediction. I'll hand it off to Chris. Wow. Um, Okay, I'm very excited about this season for the Niners. Uh, for many reasons, they were two and one in the preseason. Always good to see. I think the key to the Niners' success will be keeping healthy. Obviously, Jimmy G is back. Bose is back. We got a lot of things happening now. They were both out last year for extended periods. Kittle was out right? for a little bit too. So everything is now there. They're number six on the power rankings based on the Sporting News, whichever whatever that's worth. But. Um, They start out hot. I mean, they start out with the Lions, then they go into the Eagles and the Packers. So there's going to be some, there's going to be some games there where it it could be a big, big swing. At least two and oh. At least two and oh, which is good. So I think they look great. You know, there's a lot of talk about the the quarterback switcheroo that they're going to be doing uh, that was happening in preseason. I don't know. The only thing that gives me a little bit of concern is Shanahan has not named a week one starter, QB1. So that's a little concerning as far as from a standpoint of, like, do they believe in Jimmy G or are they going to go Trey Lance? He's also got a chip in his finger, Trey Lance does, so that should be a thing. Let's go Jimmy. Let's go Jimmy, right? If you had to predict right now, is is it Jimmy? Hands down. Hands down, Jimmy. I said it a couple times in the cul-de-sac It's Jimmy's earlier. team. It's Jimmy's team. Also, there's nothing better – to a, to a, I don't want to say veteran, but to a, a, a quarterback, um, then drafting someone that's on your fucking ass. They lit a fire under Jimmy G's ass by, by bringing in Trey Lance. And I don't hate it. I think it's fine. I like this quarterback thing. Um, again, the team is rallying around this whole idea that it's Trey Lance, it's Jimmy G. You know what it's about? It's winning fucking games. And my prediction is Niners 13 and four this year. Wow. Oh. Can I just ask, because I don't know, is Richard Sherman still on the team? He is technically a Niner, but he's not on the team. He's is it free. because of all that off-season stuff? You uh, saw what happened, right? That was yeah, 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 That yeah. was scary. Yeah. The suicide. Yeah, he, he, he did a big announcement 
the whole thing. I mean, he's a he's a he's a well spoken dude. That was beautiful. Thirteen and four. Wow, that is high marks. Thank you. Super Bowl hangover typically doesn't last two years. I don't I don't doubt that. But Sherman, he's young enough where he might have one or two amazing years left. Yeah. Like, get your shit together, buddy. We we kind of need you. I would if Sherman um, was to come back. I would I think it'd be a great thing for the the backfield of the defense. I'm, I'm into that for sure. All right. Yeah. Thirteen and four. Thirteen and four. Mel, off to you, buddy, and the L.A. Chargers. All right. Well, thank you for saying L.A. Chargers. It took me a whole uh, year to get it down, dude. Right? Seven cuts we had to do. Yeah. yeah. And thanks, Chris, for when you mentioned your 2-1 and one preseason start, you didn't mention the Niners beating the uh, Chargers in preseason. So thank you for bringing Not that up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot of high hopes for the Chargers this season. We finished seven and nine last year, right? Technically, last year, we should have won five more games than that because we did lose last year five games less than a touchdown when we were up at halftime. What that tells me is just bad coaching, right? We got rid of Anthony Lynn. He's an assistant at Detroit now. We sent him over to the, per, the you know the the Netherlands over there where you know he's not going to be remembered. Uh, love that guy, and he's an Idris Elba wannabe. He is a great guy, very handsome by the way, FYI. So stunning. Stunning anyway, great That's guy, great guy, right? But considering that we were seven and nine last season, we did win the last four games of the season. And I'm just going to say two words right here that will sum up our season. And that's Justin Herbert, right? I knew it. I knew it. Justin Herbert has blew out my expectations more than anything. And, and, and Chris, I'm, and actually you too, Jim, on the same boat, right? We got rid of Phillip Rivers. We didn't know what we we're going to do quarterback. We drafted Justin Herbert. He wasn't so supposed to play. Thank God for the team doctors and puncturing Tyrod Taylor's lung. Oh my God. And hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Was that intentional? Do you remember that story? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I hope it was intentional. I don't think it was. I don't think the doctors are that stupid, but I hope it was because God, thank you for that, right? And, and here's the reason why I say Justin Herbert. We had the 30th ranked offensive line. For him to break all of those records and become offensive rookie of the year with the 30th ranked offensive line is amazing. Amazing. This offseason, we've bolstered up our front line, right? We just we uh, drafted uh, Rashawn Slater, right? Number uh, uh, 12th pick in the draft or 11th pick in the draft. Uh, Northwestern guy. Sorry, Jim. No, no, no. Uh, Evanston's good. They're going down Friday. <laughs> and we got a brand new head coach who, if you don't know, Brandon Staley was the defensive coordinator for the Rams last year. His first year as the defensive coordinator for the Rams, he took them to the number one rated defense in all of the NFL, right? And yeah, you can say he had Donald. You can say he had Ramsey. But we got people on defense too, right? I mean, we got we got the better Bosa, Joey Bosa. We got Derwin James coming back, right? He's missed the last two years. We got the I mean, we got the guy in Herbert, our QB, and we got Keenan Allen and we got Austin Eckler. We got big names in all of the key positions that you need, right? Now, 
if you know anything about the Chargers, which you probably don't because I'm like the only fan alive out there. I was saying, I nobody knows that. anything about every, every, every time I hear Chargers fans, they go, look, I'm probably the only one. Because yeah, I'm it. probably the I, only I've one. Been... Actually, you know what? I did uh, appreciate your buddy coming on a few pods ago because he was a Chargers guy. So big ups to you. Kenny Blank. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Kenny yeah, loves the Chargers. Yeah, we, 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 should, we should hook up and watch a game and, 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 and make bets together. Yeah, buy an auto blow. You know, I'll give him the auto blow. Anyway, but <laughs> I think the, the key to winning, right, is we got to stay healthy. We haven't had Derwin James for two years of his three-year career, right? Joey Bosa missed five games last year. Keenan Allen missed five games last year. Our front line was depleted. And if we can stay healthy keep the leads with great coaching, we will finish at 11 and six next year. Now, I'm going to shout this out for all of you betters out there. The best bet you can make right now for the best value is Brandon Staley as coach of the year at plus 1200 right now. Okay. If Brandon Staley takes the Chargers from a seven and nine team, to even a 10 and 7 or 11 and 6 team and make the playoffs, it's a shoe in because they're only going to look at the bottom performing teams that are going to make a jump the next season. And I think if you're looking at that, the Chargers are going to be the team to make the biggest jump in terms of record. So, all you betters out there, plus 1200, Brandon Staley, coach of the year. I mean, I like that, but I'm you out of nowhere. You have an immediate comment, right? Well, I mean, I think response. the better Bosa is probably the thing I was really most irritated about. But I mean, also, I mean, the better Bosa, hands down, not the better Bosa. I mean, the better Bosa is Nick Bosa, 49ers. Because what? Because he's younger? Because he's just, have you seen that guy? Have you seen Joey? He's like the bad clone. Of Nick Bosa. <laughs> but Nick's the younger one. Wouldn't Joey Nick, wouldn't Nick be the clone? No, but I'm saying, look at him. Nick Bosa's a shredded beast. Joey Bosa's like a half of him. He has a mullet. Yeah. Yeah. Nick is a midget compared to Joey Bosa. Have you seen jo- Joey Bosa's nose is bigger than Nick in all facets? He can tell you so many things, but I'm not gonna get into that. Please, I want to hear some drama. I will cut no. this for a later look, episode. Look, I'm not gonna diss on a Bosa because there's been talk that you know, they can form alliances again. And then, yeah, they're, they're, I love their family. I think the Bosa family is great. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, I'm fond of Nick. Oh, and Mrs. Bosa. Come on the pod. I mean, the dad is, have you seen Mr. And, yeah, Mr. And Bosa is, Bosa. come on. He's, he's actually listening to this while he's doing some lat pull downs in the gym. Guaranteed. He's drinking yeah. beer and doing lat pull downs. Oh, he definitely has a beer open. Yeah. He's, Maybe he's, a small victory. He's a stud. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think that the, Chargers have a long way to go. I appreciate Mel and his optimism, but the best thing I've seen from Chargers was the Chargers Rams game. There was a fight in the stands. The guy guy's ass kicked. That was the best thing I've seen. All <laughs> that was awesome. Hey, at, least, at least the fans go hard. You yeah. know, I mean, let's be yeah. real. We got to always point out positives. Right. But I don't want to. I don't want to dwell. I gave. I, I think. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I would love to give full uh, predictions and previews on these teams, but if you'll know us, you've been with us for the last sixty-eight episodes. We are. Very big fans of our own teams, and um, as you should, that's where we're going to spend more time on Niners, Bears, and now the Chargers as well. So, welcome to the Chargers. Welcome, we're welcome to the new hashtag. Hashtag Chargers will be on every post going forward. Put that, yeah, I'll do that. Yeah, please do. Even though you might just he might say 
Fuck the I might charges. Spell, I might spell it wrong. <laughs> Hashtag fuck the chargers. Chargers. <laughs> you would do that. All right, guys. I think it's time we just kind of worry about predictions. This is where we like to kind of put our neck out there and go quickly through the divisions and make ultimately our predictions of who's going to win the Super Bowl so that if anyone's serious about this, uh, they can go ahead and put a few bucks on a futures bet. Or they can yell at us when they're listening to the podcast and go, you fucking idiots. That would get more response. I would actually prefer that. Last year when I said Tampa Bay over the Kansas City Chiefs, NFC was open, right? So I'm really excited to see what you guys have. But tell you what, I'll drive through this. I just want to hear who you have and why. Okay. And then we'll go quickly to what's your Super Bowl matchup and what's and 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 really who's the winner. Yeah. You cool with that? Real cool. Any also, quick questions before we go quick, forward? Real quick before we start. Uh, when you said Tampa Bay to win Super Bowl, I thought you were fucking crazy. Right. And actually, I looked at your pupils thinking you made them an acid or something. But uh, that was the boldest statement. You, I think you made it earlier than probably anyone else. Just pointing it out. So. I mean, I made it before the first snap of week one, which was pretty impressive. You but you know it, what? You made it before Stephen A. Before anyone. Hey, that was just a small victory, though. <laughs> 2020's over. And despite the dads dominating our lead pipe blocks and predicting who was going to win, we're taking just as much effort in making these predictions organic, real, true to this season. We're not carrying anything over. Yeah. All right. Are we ready to go through these divisions? I can do it. Let's start in the NFC because I'm a Bears fan. All right. NFC North, last year Green Bay won. Yep. I'm picking Green Bay to win the division again because I think Aaron Rodgers just has a better supporting staff and that GM and that that front office doesn't want to piss him off in any means. Aaron Rodgers, Green Bay, my winner of the of the, of the North. Chris, who you got? Um, I love the Bears, but I gotta say Packers if Aaron Rodgers stays the entire season. Oh, you're still on that front of That's Green. Right. All right, so yeah. he's hedging right now because he says Rodgers will play for another team, but man, that is getting dwindling. But you know what? You never know. You never know. All right. I love that. Melvin? Mr. Mel. You know, I, I think we're all on the same page. Uh, I think Packers definitely take the NFC North. The reasoning, I mean, it's kind of like Tom Brady last year. I think Aaron Rodgers has something to prove. Uh, and I think this is literally his going away season, right? And he has something to prove. Packers taking it. Love it. We're all in alignment there. The NFC South, last season was New Orleans winning the division. This year, I'm going to go with Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay had a close second place last year. New Orleans beat them in the regular season before um, losing to them ultimately in the playoffs. But I think Tampa Bay this year, pressure's higher, but they are more prepared. And the rest of the division, no offense to Matt Ryan and the Falcons, they fucking blow. Jameis might be a great comeback player of the year candidate, but... You're not Drew Brees, at least not yet. You might be 27. I'm going to go with Tom Brady, Tampa Bay. Chris. Yeah, I think the entire NFC South is a whole different landscape, except for Tampa Bay. And I think Tampa Bay, hands down, Falcons look different, New Orleans looks different, Tampa Bay, easy. Yeah, again, I think it's the Bucks. They brought everybody back, right? They have all of their starters. They didn't make any drastic changes, but at the same time, you can't bet against Tom Brady. Um, yeah, Bucks. Love it. Agreed. NFC West, last season was Seattle. This season, because of the 
hangover curse being expiring after one season, I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm going to say the 49ers are going to win the NFC West with a at least a record. I'm going to say probably 12 and 5 is is my prediction of where, of where they're going to finish. But it, it might even be a tiebreaker situation. But I think they've got the tools to win the division and bounce back in a big way. Chris, who you got? Yeah, I think that literally any team in this in NFC West could go. I would agree. That might be top to bottom the best division right. in football. So I think that's fair to say. Um, but yeah, I got to go Niners. So there you go. All right, our first one where we disagree. Uh, I like the Rams. I think Matt Stafford was a great upgrade in terms of quarterback. And they still have a great defense. Still top five defense. I like the Rams taking the NFC West. Sorry. No, that's okay. No, I agree with I agree with you on the pickup. Matt Stafford could pick up. Hey, I've got the Rams as a wild card in the NFC because you get three NFC, you get three wild card teams per per conference. Um, but the Rams are going to be pretty good. They they should bounce back quickly. All right. Lastly, NFC East. Last season, it was the Washington Football Team making it some fucking way. They kind of made it a game against Tampa. They only lost by eight. So, like, who knew? Uh, you know, they could have gotten a lot closer, and Tampa barely scraped by that first round. Um, this year, um, maybe it's because I'm watching Hard Knocks. I'm going to go with Dallas. I'm going to say Dallas puts together that 9-8 and eight, or maybe 10-7 to seven record, and the NFC East uh, just barely eats ahead. I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to take Dak and the Dallas Cowboys. Okay. Chris? Yeah, I literally, in my notes, I wrote, I mean, in a shrug emoji. <laughs> and I wrote Cowboys and then Washington. I think Washington looks, because of last year, looks like they might be the best contender in that in that division. But I mean, again, because of fucking hard knocks, they, yeah. they look good. I don't know. Well, Dallas lost Dak early last year, and they only finished two games behind. So he I feel looks like good. I feel like Dak could take the team to the next level. He has some proof. He does have something. And he looks like he's hungry in the, in, in the uh, hard knocks. So, Zeke, yeah. Zeke looks hungry. I like Zeke. Zeke, I, I want to hang with that. I want to hang out with Zeke. For real. He looks like he's a lot of fucking fruit ropes and shit. Yeah. Sour. Catch kids and He is into that shit. Yeah. Mel, what do you got? This was probably the hardest decision next to the NFC West, but complete opposite, right? You got probably the four worst teams uh, <laughs> yeah. in the uh, NFL. Yeah, it's, it's the worst division. Man, um, I'm going to go with a football team. Um, and the main reason is because they have the best defense out of all. Case Young, I mean, God, that guy's a beast. Uh, and they have Fitz Magic. Who knows? You know, maybe the magic comes in Washington, but. I would like that. I, who doesn't love Fitz Magic? Yeah, you can't hate on the guy. The beard. Yeah. Who's their backup, though? Good question. Colt McCoy? No. No, it's not Haskins and it's not McCoy. Hey, maybe pick up Cam, right? Get back with uh, there you go. Ron Rivera. Yeah, and that would be maybe not. Maybe Rivera will get him vaccinated, you know, and he can play some games. That actually oh. makes a shitload of sense. All right, let's go to the other side of the of the aisle, the AFC. Yeah. We're gonna start in the North. Last year, the Pittsburgh Steelers won the North despite losing a late season game to the Washington football team. Uh, this year, I'm gonna go on to Lynn. Um, and despite, you know, I just told my my co-host offline uh, is that I, I followed a lot of the NFC stuff from last season. Not much changed. The AFC is a little bit uh, different. So I'm going to go with Cleveland. 
for the AFC North champion. I'm going to take the Browns to win the division. I get that might be my biggest stretch. I really think it's their defense and game management. I don't think Baker's going to have any kind of crazy stats here. I think he's going to be efficient. He's going to be the best game manager in the in the NFL in 2021. That's my prediction. And uh, let's keep the same order. Chris, what do you got? Yeah, I agree. Cleveland Browns, I don't think it's that big of a crazy uh, stretch here. I think that they look like they were last year, they were ready to go. Um, I think they're going to get healthy again. I think there's some, you know, Odell Beckham Jr. action going to be there. Respect. Um, Baker's going to be there. Um, they got some new new people coming in on the defensive front. They look good. Browns. Browns. Two for Browns. Mel, what do you got? Three for three. Uh, I like the Browns. Um, I think Stefanski is a great coach. He really pulled them together last year. They're a complete team. You know, I, again, they, they got a great offense, uh, really great defense. Uh, and I think the reason I chose them is the Ravens just lost Dobbins. And I think that's going to be a really big loss for them. Yeah. But I do see the Ravens making the wild card. But I'll take the Browns. I've got Baltimore as a wild card for what it's worth. All right. For the South, this was a really tough pick. Tennessee won it last year. We, we already mentioned they added Julio Jones. Their defense is good. Number two. They have Tannehill. If Wentz didn't go down with an injury, I would have said Indy. But because of that, I think Tennessee gets a little bit of a head start. Indy's first four games are ridiculous. I'm going to say Tennessee repeats as the AFC South champ. Chris, who you got? Um, I wrote here, I have no dog in the fight. I really don't give a shit. Here's what I want to see. Jags, Trevor you know Lawrence, let's go. Let's go. I almost made a, you know... 13 versus four upset on the NCAA bracket here, because if any team was going to do it, it would be the the hot upstart quarterback with the new rookie coach who had tons of success in college. Yeah. It would only make sense. If you're picking a great storyline, that's what I want to see. Great Cause, fuck, I, Cause I don't give a shit. Great fucking, fun. great fucking pick there. No. And it, it's a two team, two team race, right? You got the Titans and the Colts. I mean, Texans, Jags, I don't think they're going to do anything. I got the Titans going in there, right? Uh, Tannehill is a solid QB. I don't think he's a, you know, a top tier QB, but I think he's solid. But again, you got Derrick Henry. I mean, who's a fucking beast. And then you got Jones. And they got Julio Jones and AJ Brown is, I mean, what Julio, you know, in the early seasons, right? From seven years ago. AJ here turned 25 during the season. Are you kidding me? Yeah, and, and at the end of the day, Mike Vrabel is, is, is becoming a, a, a top-notch coach. I think he gets the respect from his team. Um, and kind of like you said, who knows what's going to happen with Wentz, right? Cam might go to the Colts because of all of this, right? But <laughs> That would make sense. Uh, yeah. That would make sense. Because they're the best O-line maybe in the league, which is, sorry to just throw this in, but if Andrew Luck didn't retire, which when he retired that year, he got sacked more than any other year. And the next year, all they invested in was the front line, or that was their primary thing. They have one of the best O-lines in the league now, but he had already retired. And it's, it's almost like, man, if you could have given one more year, Luck was becoming that next great QB, the guy who beat the, the Pats in the, in the playoffs, the guy who beat the Broncos one time in, in the playoffs. And it was like, you are the next thing. And then he just left. And oh, man, that's, 
that's one of those that's just gonna kind of hit me because he's I think he turned 31 this year he still has potentially five to seven years like he couldn't see straight he was like I wake up in the morning take him like 45 minutes like get his calibration and he got one of those injuries where he was pissing blood yeah and that lasts a long time and you know how you get in that mindset of like I'm still sick I'm still feeling bad like he forgot what it was like to feel great yeah. All right, let's go to the West, AFC West. I, In my opinion, the second best division in football last year, it was the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm going to take Kansas City again, if only because Andy Reid, his regular season prowess is unheralded. Playoffs, so-so. Super Bowl, obviously, we know what's happened there. Chiefs might finish 14-3, and 15-2. and two. I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to go Chiefs. Are you guys feeling any different, Chris? No, I, I, I watched uh, Chiefs preseason. Mahomes is dancing around like a fucking ballerina. He looks amazing. Of course. Um, everyone looks great there. Kelsey is, they're all, I feel like they're all locked in. They got something to prove. They got their asses kicked by Tampa Bay. So I think Chiefs. Chiefs. I mean, I, we'll come back to Bell. I mean, I know you're a Charger guy, but do you think they can beat the Chiefs out in the regular? Uh, yeah, it hurts me to say this, but at the end of the day, it's, it's the Chiefs. Uh, they're going to take this division. I will say though, the Chargers are gonna give a fight, right? Last year, we could have swept them 2-0. We split it 1-1. But I think the Chiefs are hungry, especially after the Super Bowl loss. And I don't think Mahomes has any hangover that's gonna be happening here. You can't bet against Mahomes, Chief. Look out for uh, Las Vegas too. This is Gruden's third year. I think Gruden's third year is his best year yet. I'm thinking of a nine and eight record, but still on the outskirts. Gruden's put on some LBs, by the way. I don't know if you noticed that. You haven't. I have an extra 15 pounds. Just might, saying. Might turn that into wins. Last but not least, <laughs> AFC East. Easy. Last year, Buffalo won. I'm taking Buffalo again because y'all know Josh Allen and I have a love affair. It's a, it's a straight up party fest up in here with yeah. fur for him. I mean, I'm going to spend my time talking about uh, how I want to Photoshop Jim and Josh Allen in a romance novel cover. But yeah, it's the Bills, easy peasy, as my kid would say. Could I be the yeah. guy with the really long hair? It's the Fabio thing. Yes. It's you, it's like a- One Ni- button, it's maybe way it's down. A, maybe it's a Niagara Falls thing, because it's Buffalo, so he was close to Niagara Falls. <laughs> it's thing. Can we please make that a fucking post? <laughs> God damn it, Chris, don't, don't tease me. Uh, yeah, easy, it's the Jets. I'm, I'm just kidding. It, yeah. <laughs> you just made my buddy Brad like, yes. <laughs> Bills, yeah, hands down. Uh, I will say, though, Dolphins are not making the playoffs. Patriots will. Mm. That's fair. Uh, my AFC wildcard teams are the Chargers, the Ravens, and New England. So I am the same boat. That was before Cam Newton got cut. So let's be fair. And now it's for sure now it's New for England. Sure. I actually yeah, like I mean, it better now. No, honestly. It was cut. I think it was. I think. It, I think if you look back now, I. I just. To, just to mention Cam because I think it's fair. New England played it, kind of open deck. He started the first two series of every preseason game, to do two things. One, to prove, yeah, you can still play in this league. Let me get you a job, but you are not going to play for us. It was literally a, hey everybody, watch him for two series, and he's out. Go get him, and he's doing like Belichick's doing him a favor. Go find a team that'll let you start. Otherwise, you're a backup. You're not for here. You're not and for here. And he's, and he's 32. I think I think Belichick did the right thing, to be honest, just, just, just to cut him. Yeah. Okay, 
so we all picked Buffalo there. We're very, very close there. Only difference there is the the Jacksonville pick, which I think is a great, fun pick to go hey, for. Yeah. for. Okay, have some fun. Super Bowl preview. I don't have much to say about this. We we all know about you know four division winners plus three wild cards. It's very hard to repeat in the NFL. I would love to see Tom Brady do it again and defy the odds, defy the age to make everyone think, hey, you're not 45 yet. You can still play in the NFL. That said, I think I think Aaron Rodgers is going to get the upper hand over Brady this year. He's doing the last dance, but I think he's going to lose overall to Buffalo. I'm picking Buffalo over Green Bay in the Super Bowl. Younger, hungrier, passing of the torch in terms of it. Aaron Rodgers looking at Josh Allen at the end of the game, shaking his hand saying, you know what? Stay here as long as you can until until they kick you out, until the GM and the, and the ownership just really disagrees with you. This is your town. Just as Green Bay was mine, I'm gonna go find greener pastures. And you know what? I think even making the Super Bowl for Aaron Rodgers would be a success in terms of like, look at what this guy did. And the, and the team still treated him like he wasn't as good as he was really worth. Yeah. Buffalo, guys, is my pick to win the Super Bowl. Look out. Bills over Chiefs in the AFC Championship. Green Bay over Seattle in the NFC Championship. If I get wow. really granular. I don't Super think Tampa granular. makes it that far. But, yeah. but, 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 I, but again... If Tampa Bay wins it again, and I and I lose this prediction, cool. I'm rooting for Brady because he's too cool to not root for. Period. Yeah. And Giselle. Right. So okay. So lot to take in there. Sorry. But let me say, if Tampa Bay goes to the Super Bowl again, and they potentially win, that will literally cement Tom Brady as the greatest football player. Not quarterback. Not offensive. Greatest football player of all time. Hard to argue on that. Hard to argue. Okay. Yeah, hard to and argue. I want to argue that because I actually don't like Tom Brady. I think he's kind of a smug guy. Whatever. I used to think that. Right. So, I think he's a goat. A goat. He will be the goat if he wins. All right. So, I love Bills Packers. I love that matchup for us. If that happens, I love it. And I like Aaron Rodgers doing a swan song, getting it done. And I love, you know, Josh Allen, kind of the, the new big dick in town, which I know you love that. Massive. Yeah. Huge pipe. That's what I heard. But that's not mine. My pick, I think, obviously I like the Niners, but I'm not going to pick them. Oh, come on. I want a homer pick. pick. I want one homer pick I'm not here, pick please. Them. I'm not going to pick them. But I think it's going to be Tampa Bay. And here's where my battle was the entire time. I battled between Tampa Bay and Buffalo or Tampa Bay and Kansas City. I went Tampa Bay, Kansas City, repeat, Kansas City for the win. I think it's going to be Kansas City over Tampa Bay, another blockbuster Super Bowl. And I think Mahomes, Kelsey, they got something to prove. They know what it's like to win. They know how to win. And I think Tom Brady is the GOAT. But I think this will do a chink in his armor. Honestly, if... If they come off, and Mel, I want to hear your input here because I think this is big. If they come off of a 31 to 9 win, Tampa Bay, and then you're saying Kansas City beats them, that is 
awesome. And Kansas City making three Super Bowls in a row. We have a dynasty on our hands, which you're not wrong. I'm, I'm, hey, you're not wrong. Look, it's happened before. It'll happen again. This team, Kansas City, again, as much as I want it to be the Niners, as much as I want it to be my yeah. team, logically, it seems like this. And I think Kansas City is poised, probably the only team that could probably fucking take them down. They have weapons at every position. I, I agree with that. Mel, any feedback there before you jump into your prediction? No, I mean, it's, it's hard to argue against that, right? On your predictions, though, Chris, I'm with you. I think Chiefs, if they went against the Bucks, would beat them. Because you are, if you look at it, right, I said it earlier, the Bucks have the same people as last year, yep. right? So you're playing the exact same team. The Chiefs, Andy Reid is smart enough. Hey, let's switch it up and let's do that. But I don't have either of them in there. Oh. oh. I'm actually, actually, before I make my predictions, for the championship games, I do have, for the AFC, I have the Bills and the Chiefs playing each other. NFC, I actually have the Packers and the Rams. Okay. I don't even think the Bucks make it to the championship game. Okay. Yeah. Now, I could go with kind of the same pick last year where Tampa Bay played in their home stadium for the Super Bowl. I can go the Rams, right? Because they're playing in LA. I can say the Rams are playing in LA, you know, this season. But I'm on the same boat as you, Jim. I have the Packers and the Bills in the Super Bowl, except I have the Packers winning it. There you wow. go. Love this. Love this. Yeah. Um, kind of the, the same kind of road that you're on where you see the old buck and the new buck love that. Kind of going against each other. But I'm all about this last dance thing. And yes. I really think Aaron Rodgers is gonna not only cement his legacy with Green Bay and then move on to Jeopardy. I think, <laughs> I, 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 I honestly feel that this is his season to cement his legacy. And I, I got Packers over the bill. Great picks all around, both dads. A lot of thought into this. Um, I think Buffalo has the better defense over Green Bay. And I think Rodgers, like I said, just getting to the Super Bowl is his mea culpa to say, hey, I just fucking did again what you all said I couldn't do. I was MVP. You got me jack shit to help out in the season. Buffalo has better weapons. But, dude, I love the pick. Green Bay over Buffalo. Chris has Tampa Bay losing to Casey. I love the idea of a repeat. If it's a repeat, man, I'm ripping my shirt off. Yeah. And then uh, I have Buffalo over Green Bay. So all of our hands are in the pot here. I, I mean, I, I, I love I feel these good. picks. I, I have to say, if Aaron Rodgers gets to the Super Bowl, does he retire? If he wins, he retires. Okay. I'm going to still say no. I'm saying that if anything, if he gets to the Super Bowl, his contract is massive. If he wins the Super Bowl, it's even bigger. Because now he can demand, I have a four to five year window, just like Mr. Brady, who just went to the NFC Championship, or who just went to the, you know, who just won the NFC South. I'm that good still. Put me in Carolina. San Francisco. Sam, that, would be, <laughs> that, would, that would be tricky, but that's, that'd be tricky. That's where he wants to be. That's where yeah. he wants to be. That'd be tricky. All right, guys, thank you for all of your research and your time spent 
We are running up against it. Let's give 2021's very first lead pipe locks. We'll give our first round. Let's do a quick recap of 2020. The dads as a whole went 26, 13, and 2. I kind of shot from the hip a couple episodes ago, but overall, we won 67% of our bets. Guys, these are free. All we ask is that you listen, you follow on Instagram, you read the bet, you're going to be up units. And also, we also ask when you make your millions, at least maybe give us a nod. Like, hey, I made all my money from the lead pipe locks. It'd be nice. Hey, I love that. Yeah. Don't forget about the dads. Yeah. Uh, Mel, lead us there first. What's your lead pipe lock of week one? So week one is tough. Right. We don't know what's coming into the season, but I feel like I have a lock here and only because of recent news that just came out. And I am taking the Packers over the Saints minus four and a half. Now, a couple of reasons, right? One, they are playing now in neutral territory. They're playing in Jacksonville. They're not playing in New Orleans. Right. So I think that in itself, which again, if you're listening to this early, if you can get it at four and a half, get it now because it might change because of the neutral field. So Packers minus four and a half against a QB one that we've always had trouble believing in. So that's why I like pipe lock. And you know what? The New Orleans home field advantage is worth three points. If it's not in New Orleans, I don't care how good Jameis plays, that game could be over by halftime. Yeah. Yeah. Good Good pick. Chris, what do you got? Uh, well, I'm, I know the audience may be sick of me blowing off the Niners, but I'm going to do it again. Hold on, can you remove that wiener from uh, your mouth? As I said earlier, they're playing the Lions. 0-3 in preseason, Niners are 2-1. and one. Don't want to talk about who they won and who they <laughs> exactly. Um, but, again, early season, again, week one, you got to go with the gut. The gut says Niners, they're going to beat the Lions by eight. That's a lead pipe lock. All right. So, Chris has picked Niners minus seven and a half, and that's in Detroit? In Detroit, yeah. In Detroit, Ford Field. All right. New coach, yeah. They're likely to lose. I hopefully they don't lose by less than seven and a half. That's all we need. Cool. Kirk Cousins has been under a lot of heat lately with the uh, anti-vaccine stance, and some of his own teammates and ex-players are calling lack of a leader. Um, I think he's got a little bit to prove now against Joe Burrow. They travel to Cincinnati, and all I've got to do is cover three against the Bengals, who are probably going to have a chance to win but have too many penalties to like really see it through. Vikings by 10. This is an easy lock. Vikings minus three uh, at Cincinnati. That's my lead pipe lock. Lead pipe lock. And I'm really excited to give you guys three free picks. Um, We all are. This is going to be an ongoing thing every week. uh, As Mel and Chris have mentioned, 18 weeks of picks, 54 picks total. Stick with us till the end. Money to be made. But great point in the beginning was that this is week one. Week one could be a little tricky. You know, you never know how injuries are going to play out. I'm just so excited to get this shit going. I, the fact that we're even doing it. It's finally time. 70%. It's time. Yeah. All right. Let's score the beer. I'm in. 
I finished my last small victory here. Me too. If you don't mind. Not a problem. Crushed two pretty quick because they're very light. Um, I have my score ready. I have mine. Not mine. I think this was able to maintain a hazy stance, but also stay super light. Like I'm ready to go home and function slash, you know, fall asleep on the couch. Eat a sandwich and fall asleep. I did make a sandwich prior to the pod in a Ziploc bag. It's got boar's head honey mustard. Y'all, y'all sounds should, really fucking y'all should be ready. It's going to be fucking great. Um, I give it an 88. I give it an 88 on the dot. I think it is one of our best low-cal IPAs. 88 is how I fucking roll on this. Chris, what do you got? Uh, well, as you, I also had two. I feel like they went down very easily. Um, they tasted great. It's the kind of beer you're not going to be ashamed to bring to a barbecue, to a to a golf course, to have some fun with. I feel like within our light beer category, it's very high. Very. I also gave it to Michael Irving, 88. Hey, minus the crack pipe. No. Oh, you're the, right. With, with the crack I was going to say, that was his friend. With he the didn't crack know pipe and the hookers. Yeah, yeah, no. Hey, nice job. So we have two 88s in a row. So? That's amazing. Right. Mel, take us home, bro. So, a, and again, full disclosure, I've had a lot of different low-carb, low-calorie IPAs, beers in general. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm scoring this off of the many that I've had, and I feel like I'm kind of the Russian judge over here. I gave it an 81. Okay, that's okay. I was gonna say, take your shirt off. We we know you've had the most low carb IPAs. Hey, sure. you cock. Um, so I will one, say, talk us through that. It it is solid, right? It is solid. I it, it's a drinkable drinkable beer. It has the IPA taste. I will say, instead of the hazy taste, I'm getting more of a sour taste. And for me personally, I'm not a sour beer drinker, but not to say that I couldn't crush these if somebody brought a 12-pack over to the pool, right? Right. But compared to all of the other low-carb IPAs I've tasted, it is ranked probably fourth or fifth on there. So 81, still solid, still great if you want a good-tasting IPA that is – not going to make you feel bloated and do your Connor shits in the morning. Still solid. Mel, way to keep us honest. Um, overall, the average is an 85.67. As any reminder for what folks need, uh, 75 means we would order it again. 85 or more means we'd probably buy it again. Right. And then 90 and above means it's on the top shelf. It means like we would probably have this on a tap if we, if we could 85.67. I'm not, I, I don't hate that. 81 is still solid. What I want Mel is your expertise. When we do another low carb, low calorie beer month and say, let's let Mel pick the menu for us. Thank you for sharing that score. All the feedback's good guys. Do you want to mention anything about Tampa Bay and Dallas? Anything you do? You, do you have any tips right now? The spread seven and a half. It's at Dallas. The public is betting Tampa Bay heavily. 
which makes me want to lean Dallas. Is there anything you want to mention before we kind of wrap this thing up just for that, that kickoff game? Cause we, we didn't really touch on it at all. Yeah. I mean, at least for my take, um, I would take Tampa Bay, even at the minus seven and a half, I think it's a 10 point or more win. Uh, I'm not going to bet against Tom, Tom Brady on the first game. Honestly, my take for the Cowboys, and this is why I wasn't so hot on them, I don't think Dak's going to play all season. Uh, he's going to sit out uh, a couple. You, you've seen it on hard knocks. He's already getting injured. And not even on his broken ankle, right? I mean, it's a shoulder. It, it's an injury that the NFL doesn't even know about. They had to ask the Rangers what's going on. I just think he's an injury-prone quarterback. They don't have the Red Rockets to back him up anymore. And I just don't think that he will play the whole season, but even the first game Thursday night football, Tampa Bay at home, I think they win by 10. All right. You concur. Do you have anything you want to add to that? I completely agree about Dak not being a um, healthy quarterback. I think there's some issues there. I think he knows it. I think everyone else knows it. But, yeah, I mean, Tampa Bay, Dallas, Tampa wins that. Without question. Yeah. The only the only concern is that Hard Knocks has had no Dak, no Zeke, very little to Marcus Lawrence, the DN. I, I would ex- be expected to see a little bit more competition from Dallas in that game. But I really want to see, is Tampa resting on, you know, hey, motherfuckers, we just won this last year, or are they ready to redo it again? I think with their coach is Bruce, Bruce Arians, right? Yeah. I mean, he's he's a badass. He's like, like shut that shit up. And then you got Brady in the locker room. Yeah, no, Mel, I, I think you're dead on. I think if I were a betting man, <laughs> I am. I'm going to go <laughs> hardcore on Tampa that game as well. Money line and the spread. Probably a tease with the money line or with the spread and the over. But we'll see. I'd like to think that Tampa and slash Tom Brady, Gronkowski, whoever, um, They've been around long enough to not rest on their laurels. They're going to fucking want to win. Yeah. Game one, after winning the Super Bowl, they're going to want to fucking win that game. The half point's a hook. Seven and a half for any better is literally a hook where you don't want to be in that spot where they only win by seven and you lose the bet. So the half point's always a question. That's all I got. Mel? Man, that was a lot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. So I think we call it out. So for Mel... For Jim, I've been Chris, and we've been drinking Real L Brewing Small Victory IPA. So that's pretty much all I got. Have a good week, everybody.